This is the Music Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, DC Hendricks. Thanks so much for tuning in for this week's edition of this fantastic podcast. Got to give a special shout out to the sponsors, including Neat 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 Records and Music, and of course, the Clyde Theater. And we got some more news that we're going to be announcing to you guys here in the next couple of weeks. So just stay tuned. You got to keep it locked right here. And the only way to do that is by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We titled this week's podcast, Women Who Rock. And we titled that because we got a fantastic guest. Her name is Evelyn McDonald, and she has this new fantastic book called Women Who Rock. And obviously it showcases and discusses all of the fantastic women that have ever graced the stage in music. You guys are listening right now. Just go ahead and scroll on down if you're interested in this book throughout the interview in the description. Scroll on down. Click the links that we have available. And as you see, there are two books actually available. She has a recent book that she did on Joan Jett, but this one as well that we're talking about today, Women Who Rock. This obviously expands even deeper than that. Just to, what we're doing today is not only appreciating the women in rock music, but also understanding that they are underappreciated from the mainstream media. And I say that because you look at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not a whole lot of women that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You look at that. You look at awards that are given, nominated. Women are not really respected in the music industry like they should be. They, it has come a long way. You have artists today like Taylor Swift. You have Lizzo. Artists today, Nicki Minaj, uh, Cardi B. You have artists today that and are very highly regarded. Big reason for that is because of the women that came before them that paved the way for them to be successful. Women like Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. It's talking about even going back further than that with Sister Rosetta Tharp and women like that. I mean, you can even go with uh, Diana Ross with the Supremes. You can go Aretha Franklin. The list goes on and on. Tina Turner. The list goes on and on. Carol King, one of my personal favorites. Joni Mitchell. The list goes on and on of these fantastic women in rock music. And Evelyn McDonald, the author of this new book, Women Who Rock, is joining us right now. Hello. Hello. Is this Evelyn McDonald? This is she. Hey, this is DC Hendricks. How's it going? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Just okay? Well, I'm, the, my internet is being really weird. Oh, no. Like, I was making a slideshow on Google, and it's not, it's like stuck. <laughs> and then my, one of my, I have a, you know, like a personal email server that's not mm-hmm. able to send mail. So I don't know if there's some some issue on the internet right now. <laughs> I was actually just like Googling. Is there something? Uh, yeah, calling. it's weird. It's really weird. Well, sorry to interrupt. Um, sorry to interrupt the uh, uh, internet problems. That's, yeah, that's all right. I, I, I do have a class that I'm trying to get ready for, and I'm like, I just made this slideshow that I can't access now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So how long do you have until your next class? Um, it's, I have like 50 minutes, so, okay. but I mean, I have to, okay. Gotta um, prep I think I might right. have to recreate the slideshow in another <laughs> oh, no. in the keynote or something now. Well, let's not take, let's not take too long here then. So let's start off. Let's, let's, uh, first let's get into what you do. So we obviously know now that you're a professor. So go ahead and tell the listeners what you do. Uh, I am an associate professor of English at Loyola Marymount University, and I actually direct our journalism program mm-hmm. here. Um, so I teach different journalism classes, um, and, cl- and classes that are, you know, for all students. Also, I, um, I, like to say I, I like to say I teach students to write and make noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, but besides, or, in, you know, part of my journalist, or part of my professorial hat is mm-hmm. I'm also a writer, mm-hmm. an author of several books, um, or author of, 
or editor of several books, I should say. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So before we let you go um, at the end, I want you to promote when we finish the interview. Before we let you go, I want you to promote some other books you got. But we brought you on today to talk about one of your fantastic books. And thanks so much, by the way, for sending this out. This book is absolutely fantastic. I, I can't praise this enough. You. I've been telling everyone around the office about it. Um, I think a couple people told me that they actually placed an order on it. So hopefully we can get some more people because this book is absolutely fantastic. And it's called Women Who Rock and is obviously written edited by you evelyn mcdonald and it's talking about basically women, women who rock pretty self-explanatory so let's go ahead and dig into the book so what gave you the idea to write and get this fantastic book out to the listeners women who rock well um i am someone who's been writing about issues of gender and music for a long time mm-hmm. um and i contributed to um, a book in the way back in the 1990s called trouble girls which was um, published by Rolling Stone Press, which was a history of, of women in rock, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the last time there'd been any kind of comprehensive history of some of the great music performers of the last century. Mm. And there, so much had happened since that time, um, right? I mean, it's been oh, 20 yeah. years since that book came out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, a whole generation of musicians has risen to the top or... or or, you know, labored, under-recognized, because the book really looks at both, you know, Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and Ana Tijuv, you know, who is famous in Chile, where she is from, but not in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're looking at uh, both the known and the lesser known. Um, and then also, you know, history sort of uh, uh, pushes forward different stars from the past, like we realize the importance of say, Sister Rosetta Tharp, who invented rock and roll guitar. So, yeah, just con- wanting to connect this lineage of today's incredible musicians mm-hmm. with the women who blazed the trails for them. Yeah, and let's kind of let's kind of dig into and we obviously don't want to give too much away because we want people to purchase the book. So I basically I wrote down a few fantastic ladies that you highlighted in this book on them as well. You already mentioned uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp. Uh, Nina Simone is another one that you highlighted in the book as well. So let's go to one of my personal favorites. Now, I'm I'm a little bit younger. So like a lot of these ladies that were before my time, I had to appreciate as I got older, was able to go back and listen to some of these ladies. And one of them that I've really grown to like, especially over these last few months, I don't know why, but I've put tapestry on my record player like 70 times, I swear, in the last couple of months. And I'm loving some Carol King. Let's start with Carol King. Just to give, have a little fun here, I'm going to end every question with what makes her rock. So let's go with <laughs> Carol King. Carol okay, King, Car- what, what makes her rock? I'm really glad that you said that because, um, you know, Carol King, we started as a songwriter, as a teenage songwriter with her then husband, um, Jerry Goffin, mm-hmm. uh, back in the 1960s um, in the era when, you know, songwriters wrote songs for like the girl groups and um, they they wrote some of um, uh, all kinds of, of great hits uh, for other artists, and then um, she also became an artist herself. Mm-hmm. And her album Tapestry like was 
one of the biggest selling albums of all times. It was on the top of the charts for ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it really defined the singer-songwriter, sort of L.A. troubadour style of the early 1970s. Um, and she continues to be important. There was a musical about her in the last few years. Um, you know, ask me be- before wh- why I did this book. I will say that one of the reasons I did this book is because so many of these artists are still under-recognized in um, some of the establishment institutions or histories. Mm-hmm. And Carol King is a perfect example of it. She and her ex, Jerry Goffin, were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame together as songwriters. But she is not in the Hall of Fame for her own wow. solo work. Wow. Yeah, it's... I know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And, you know, this is, you know, something that I've been writing about quite a bit. And I I had an op-ed in Billboard magazine last week, my latest um, example of of taking on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we've we've done the math. Only 7.7% of members of the inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are women. No way. 7.7%? 7.7%. 7.7%? Oh, my Of goodness. all the musicians who've been inducted are that's, women. That's just sad. And, and you know, Carol, like I said, Carol King is on by herself, but not for, you know, and, and just, just for her Tapestry album alone. Yeah. Um, Absolutely agree. Yeah, I love I love me some Carol King. I had to start there. I'm sorry, but I had to start there. And another one that you kind of highlight, just to kind of go through a few names here, um, and big fan of her as a person and what she's been through. Um, the music I wasn't able to appreciate. Again, kind of the same thing with Carol King until I got a little bit older. I knew of her when I was younger, and I'm talking about the lovely Tina Turner. Now, we obviously know she's been through a lot, you know, not only in the music scene, but behind the scenes. Um, and she still managed to put together one of the most fantastic and luxurious careers of any, not even, not even just women, but in general, um, even still today, people, you know, the younger generation knows Tina Turner. So Tina Turner, what makes her rock? When I was a little girl, I one of the earliest rock and roll stars, um, really, uh, since, since the 1960s, um, when she was with the Ike and Tina Turner Review. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when Ike Tina is actually, some people think his song, Rocket 88, is the first rock song ever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so she, yes, had an early incredible career uh, with the Ike and Turner Review as a singer for that band, um, defining rock and roll, um, but then she also broke out on her own, recording with Phil Spector, the incredible song River Deep Mountain High, mm-hmm. and, you know, she famously um, left Ike Turner, who was horribly abusive yeah. to her, um, literally ran away with, like, spare change in her pocket and, and reinvented herself 
um, and reemerged in the 1980s mm-hmm. um, to have a, you know, another stage to, you know, F. Scott Fitzgerald said there's no second acts in, um, in American careers. That's not true. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, Tina Turner is on the, a new act now. There's a, a musical in London right now mm-hmm. about her. And ironically, it's funny that you would say Tina Turner because Tina Turner is also only in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Ike as as a duo, wow. not on her own, not for and 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 the Ugh. utter offensiveness of that that yes. she was inducted alongside the man that horribly physically and emotionally abused her has been well documented. He doesn't even deny it. Yeah. Um, he, you know, that uh, and that she was forced to suffer that indignity and that the Hall of Fame still has not made amends and, and wow. inducted her for her. Yeah, I've, I've literally dedicated podcasts to getting on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, in fact, I mean, I've, I've even had guests that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like uh, Gene Simmons. He can't stand it. So, like, we're, we're, you're not alone. And there's many reasons why we could have an entire podcast. And I'm sure there is podcasts out there that have podcasts dedicated yeah. to absolutely destroying the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But this is we're starting to see a common theme here talking about some of these ladies. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to give you the floor later to kind of go in more depth because I, I did see your piece and billboard but yeah tina turner should definitely be in by herself that doesn't make any sense her hit what's love got to do with it should get her in alone just by from that song That whole album, Private Dancer, right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I don't understand that. So, yeah, Tina Turner is one. And then uh, we're kind of moving through decades here a little bit, but kind of staying in this decade. I got a couple more I want to get to um, in terms of the older music that paved the way for some of the new artists. And then we can, you know, get to the new artist and then we can end with uh, plugging the book a little bit more and some of your other stuff. So another lady I wanted to bring up is the one and only. Obviously, she was in a group to start her career. I mean, this goes back to even with the primettes the primes and the primettes uh back in the day in the early 60s and that the primes were obviously featured with eddie kendricks and paul williams of the temptations and diana ross um along with one of the other supremes for some reason i'm spacing on the other one that was with her in the primes but or the primettes started there obviously starts with the supremes uh mary wilson florence ballard and then ends up going solo and has a big career there as well so other than that i mean that pretty much sums up her career but diana ross what makes her rock right were, you know, true to their name, the, you know, certainly the most successful of the girl groups of the 1960s, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, Diana Ross emerged as their lead singer, um, the Supreme Supreme, <laughs> shall we say, uh, and, um, you know, so, so many hits, and the girl group era is such a rich era, it's, and it's also so important, that one thing I write about in the book is, um, is that it's just so rare to 
see women together, bonding together, having power to, together as a group. And this is actually one of the big issues, again, of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They don't mm-hmm. um, induct many women bands. But so, so she comes out of, of that and, and um, you know, ascended the heights of the girl group era and then left for her own solo career, mm-hmm. you know, per, portrayed um, Billie Holiday in um, a movie. You know, went from R&B to pop to disco, um, the theme from Mahogany, her album Mahogany, and songs that are classics, like I'm Coming Out. Hangover. Uh, she's also, you know, she's still um, around. She, I think, I just saw that she's just announced she's going on tour. I think yeah. I did see that. That's right. Yeah, That's and right. you know, her vocal style, which you know was more of a, a softer falsetto style, like you know, really opposite of yeah. Tina Turner. Right. Um, has had quite a comeback now, also, right? Like, yeah. Like, think of Solange, right? Yeah, um, that's well, that's a good comparison. Yes, and and Diana Ross is uh, hitting the road again, um, and so those are definitely a few ladies I wanted to start with. So I marked a couple of more. One that we lost far too soon, and in fact, in this podcast, I, I don't want to say I'm obsessed with the Twenty Seven Club, but I just, I just, it's really just really hard to believe, you know, all these people that are in the Twenty Seven Club that we just lost way too soon. So talented, and another one, you know, kind of sticking with the soul, um, and obviously with the Woodstock era. And I've done a podcast on Woodstock so many times, and I obviously you can't talk Woodstock without mentioning the lovely Janis Joplin and. Other than her music career and, um, you know, her personality and how much she spread peace and love on this earth while she was here, what made Janis Joplin rock? Again, I think she really personifies rock. I mean, when I think rock yes. star, I almost see Janis Joplin um, because she she had that powerful performance style. I mean, just go watch videos, binge watch some videos on YouTube of her performing, um, and that incredible rasp. You know, in today's age of like processed, auto tuned voices, mm-hmm. um, just to hear. A voice that's that's not trying to be smoothed out. N- nothing was smoothed out about Janis Joplin, right? She had mm-hmm. the frizzy hair. She had the wild <laughs> style. She had the rough voice. She had, you know, she um, she lived hard. She died too young. Yes. There's a I should I should also 
plug that there's a new biography of her that was just published by mm. um, Holly George Warren, who mm. is actually one of the one of the contributors to my book. Um, that and and Holly had access to a lot of Janice's letters and papers, and and the family worked with with Holly on that book. So um, a lot of new material coming up around Janice Joplin. Um, I mean, Janice Joplin was someone who really um, took the blues mm-hmm. and um, made them her own. Absolutely, 100% agree. And uh, so I, I wanted to tell you this to start the interview, but so, like, I haven't got to finish the book yet, like, all the way. So, like, I'm on page one, let me look here, like, 150. So that puts me, like, pretty much a little bit in the middle, or I guess right it's before. It's a big book. It is really big, but I, I have to say a lot of the pages I had to go back and read because it was just, like, I, I'm not even just saying this. Like, this book is absolutely fantastic. You get into one of my personal favorite women to ever grace the stage. I actually got to see her, when was this? Was it this year or last year? I can't remember. I think it was last year, last fall. I got to see the one and only Stevie Nicks along with the new Fleetwood Mac. obviously know Lindsey Buckingham and the group anymore more but stevie nicks to kind of make a kind of go to the positive side you know more the positive side of the rock and roll hall of fame one thing they did get right was letting stevie nicks make history at the rock and roll hall of fame last year so stevie nicks other than obviously her time in fleetwood mac and gracing our our fantastic stages here she still sounds great by the way so if you see a fleetwood mac show anywhere around you and you're listening be sure to check those tour days they still sound great so stevie nicks evelyn what what makes her rock made history by, as you said, by being the first woman to be inducted twice into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, to be inducted not only for, you know, being in Fleetwood Mac, who was inducted many years ago, but last year she uh, was inducted on her own. Um, so, which, yeah, so it, it took a long time for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's many men. I think there's a, I don't know, how, something like 18, I think, men who've been inducted twice. Wow. Again, I should fact check that number, but um, only one, only one woman. It is Stevie Nicks. She certainly deserves it. I think Carol King and Tina Turner deserve it also. Um, but I love, I love Stevie Nicks' voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think she's got that beautiful husk of a voice. Uh, just, it's, it's a voice that you can really sing along with, right? It, doesn't, um, it, it sounds like very friendly and accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why she has such a rabid fan base, um, because people can really see themselves in her. Mm-hmm. There's kind of that, I don't want to say girl next door, that she's like a nice girl, but she, <laughs> um, and, but, but there's some way in which that, and this is what, you know, there's, there's drag queens that perform as Stevie Nicks. There's a whole, like, drag queen night, <laughs> the, the night of a thousand Stevie Nicks or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
because there's something where you just want to be here, her. You want to, like, wear those <laughs> scarves and those skirts and twirl and have her beautiful L.A. rock star <laughs> life um, that, you know, probably isn't actually as beautiful as it seems from the outside, but right. um, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so I, I think, and you know, and she's also, like, the people are always singing Stevie Nicks songs on different mm-hmm. vocal contests. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and we play a lot of Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks here on Big 92.3 that, you know, features this podcast. We play a lot of Stevie Nicks, obviously. And this kind of reminds me, too, while I have the book open and the page open, something else I wanted to highlight uh, before we get to some of the new artists that you uh, kind of got into here on the book. Something else I wanted to highlight, these illustrations that you have in the book are absolutely phenomenal. So go ahead and plug and I, I, I don't think they're the same artist either, right? There's, there's basically... Uh Five, four or five main artists that did all the illustrations, um, all women artists, uh, and then there's there's uh, two additional. There's four that did most of them, and then there's a self-portrait by Grace Slick, um, mm-hmm. and then also Wendy Case, who is a musician and writer and artist in Detroit, um, did the Chrissy Hind uh, watercolor that. Um, accompanies the articles that she wrote about Chrissy Hind. So, mm-hmm. and all. So, this is something really important about the book that all of the uh, illustrations, which except for the Grace self-portrait, were commissioned for the book. Their original artwork, mm-hmm. and all of the essays are by women or female-identifying um, people, and uh, they're all original to the book. And I like to say that they're they're portraits in words. <laughs> and, and then portraits and ink and paint, and there's some different mediums. Uh, so that was really important to us because I think a lot of the book is about um, what these women meant to us as women and mean to us as women. Yeah, I just feel like the illustrations just gave it a whole new personality, too. I, I just absolutely love it. And like I said, I have the Stevie Nicks page open right now, and I'm just like, these illustrations are fantastic. And to highlight and kind of give credit to the person that illustrated that one, uh, Lindsay Bailey uh, had this nice illustration here inside the book um, of Stevie Nicks. So let's let's kind of move to some of the new ladies, because um, obviously this year we have Whitney Houston that should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You had Janet Jackson. I actually did a podcast. Um, a few weeks ago because Gwen Stefani turned 50 a couple weeks ago and I was yeah that's that was my reaction girl anymore (laughs) yeah that was my reaction too I'm like I don't know when this happened but yeah Gwen Stefani is 50 and so I kind of just look back on her legacy and career because that's about when you start getting to the stage where you don't really have a whole lot of music uh, new music anyway um, so to speak like we're probably not going to get a whole lot of brand new Gwen Stefani albums so I kind of dug into her legacy and her discography a little bit which is fantastic obviously not only just solo but with no doubt um so Gwen Stefani is one that I've been really promoting and pushing to also get in I don't I don't the eligibility kind of confuses me like I don't know if it's 25 years from your first album or whatever it is but Gwen Stefani is one I highlighted so who are some of the new artists that you highlighted here in the women who rock um, well, uh, you mean like contemporary, the newest art, it ends with, um, with Brittany Howard, who was formerly in Alabama Shakes and just had that great album that, that came out ah. this year. Um, so she's the, the most recent, um, we have Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. we, um, we have the band Pussy Riot from, from Russia, the, the punk band, oh. um, 
there's Nicki Minaj, there's, uh, um, who else do we have? <laughs> Beyonce, obviously. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we, you know, we, we tried to have a variety yeah. of, and even even like Adele and Janelle Monet and Lady Gaga was just blown away. So like you obviously were not just keying in to before the listeners get a little confused. This isn't just a book about the women that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like or the ones that should be, so to speak, which right. a lot of, a lot of these should be. Um, so some of them are, yeah, some of them are. Um, but you also went in to highlight some of the new artists. So what made you? I guess this kind of makes your book a little bit different from others. So what made you want to highlight some of the new artists, and what made them, um, you know, in terms of women who rock? Like you have Rihanna, Lady Gaga, Janelle Monae. So what made these new women for the new age artists? What made them rock? Well, I think they're they're. Some of them are women who you've actually been around for, you know, 10 or 20 years and have really mm-hmm. uh, proved their, their importance. Um, I mean, I think Beyonce is, mm-hmm. really, has really defined the last two decades of, of music in a lot of ways since, since Destiny's Child up, in, up until this, this moment, right? Um, and, and I think that, you know, it was time to honor these, these women that, you know, Pop fame doesn't last forever, as you said about, no doubt, mm-hmm. about Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Although I do think that there's, you know, an argument to be made that women, just as in Hollywood, women get, don't get cast after a certain age. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that Tina Turner can't be having the same kind of career that Bruce Springsteen still has, right? That's right. Um, or that Neil Young still has. So mm-hmm. I don't think we should be putting musicians out to pasture once they um, hit menopause or something. <laughs> um, you know, like, that's, uh, and a lot of time, women's, people's voices get more interesting and richer. I mean, that certainly happened with Joni Mitchell. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, and, you know, there's so many also contemporary women that are not in mm-hmm. this book that, you know, like, we struggled with, like, um, Putting, should we put Solange in, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But hopefully they'll be in the next book uh-huh. 10 years from now or 20 years from now um, that their work will stand the test of time. Um, but to me, like an artist like, like Missy Elliott, she's already, mm-hmm. she, she changed the game. <laughs> That's right. 20 years ago almost. That's and, right. Um, she's, she's still... And to, and to kind of reiterate uh, what I was talking about earlier, I wasn't necessarily like saying this is it. Gwen's final career is over. I was more of so just, you know, highlighting what she's done. And because I feel like what she's done has been like completely swept under the rug. It's like, at least right. for, especially for my generation, because like I'm the younger generation. So like this is kind of what sparked the podcast. I was talking to one of my friends like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing a Gwen Stefani podcast. She's turning 50. And they're like, oh, yeah, the girl that did the Holla Back Girl song. I'm like, are you joking? Right. Like that's the right. f- that's the first thing that you think of with Gwen. So that's more of so why I decided to do that, because. I agree with you, and that's why I brought you on this podcast, and this book really gets into that of we really, and it, not me personally or not, and if anybody, radio DJs are listening right now, it's we may not be talking about you personally, but there definitely needs to be more recognition for women in rock. Like, there should not be, like, you told me that percentage earlier, 
Evelyn, and that was absolutely ridiculous. Seven point seven percent of women are in the rock. That is, that is sad. Like this list of ladies that you have in this book. I mean, there's at least 50 in here that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, this is ridiculous. So, I don't know. I, I just don't. So, that's why I brought you on here today to kind of highlight these women because they do rock. And this book absolutely yeah. highlights all of that. So, for the people for people that are wanting to read your book, go ahead and introduce one final time. You have the floor. What can they expect if they purchase your book, Women Who Rock? Women Who Rock, Bestie to Beyonce, Girl Groups to Riot Girl, features more than 100 artists from a century of recording music from Bessie Smith up to Brittany Howard. And um, it has musicians from punk to country to salsa to hip-hop to R&B, iconic women who have changed um, music, who've changed the world. Uh, Some of them you probably already know and love, and I think you'll also discover artists that you might not know about. Um, It's all original essays, all original illustrations, all by women. So it's a celebration of women. It's got a bright pink dust jacket. And if you take the dust jacket off, um, there's a a collage, a grid of um, much of the artwork that's inside uh, that that just shows the diversity of the talent um, and, and the magnificence of the talent inside. Absolutely beautiful. And actually, I didn't notice that until yesterday. Um, I was I was carrying the book and the the sleeve that you have on it just kind of came off a little bit. And I seen some of the pictures under it and I just opened it and I see all those beautiful illustrations right on the cover of the book. So I really again, I highly advise anyone that is a fan of rock music, a fan of I mean, just, you know, I mean, women in general and women that, you know, are changing the music that we all listen to music and women that really deserve the recognition and are changing the music that we listen to. And this book highlights all of that. Evelyn, you did a fantastic job with this book. I can't wait to finish it. I'm sorry. I haven't got to yet. Um, I know we just kind of started setting up this interview a couple weeks ago, if that. So like, I'm still trying to catch up. It's a, lengthy book but i highly advise because it's really good like i said i had to reread a couple chapters a couple times because it was so good you've written a couple other books so what were some of those other books yeah my previous book was a book called queens of noise and it's the real story of the runaways which you know was joan jett's first band from the late 1970s um and it's a you know i did a ton of interviews and documentation of the story uh that is a sometimes very horrific and sad rock and roll fable of um, five, four to five teenage girls just trying to get to do what the boys did mm. and what they had to go through um, to try to achieve their rock and roll dreams and achieving them somewhat, but mm-hmm. um, also the incredible sexism they encountered. And, oh. Um, yeah. Obviously so, with a lot yeah, of... With a lot of good comes the bad, you know, and that's yep. really unfortunate that, but that's, you know, you highlighted that in the book though. And I'll, I'll make sure what's, what's that book called again for me so I can put it in the description. Queens of Noise. Queens of Noise. I'll make sure I put that in the description as well. So if someone wants to grab that. I'm a big Joan Jett fan, so I might have to, I might have to grab that one too. That's, that's, that's going to be pretty good. I love Joan Jett. Um, so she was actually just here earlier this year too. Got to see her. So, um, big fan, big fan. So uh, Evelyn, great job today. And I really hope again, if anyone's listening right now, make sure you grab this book. I highly advise you. If you're a fan of music, you need this book. Otherwise, I mean, I, I would really, 
criticize your fandom of music because this book highlights much many of our women and pretty much all of them that have graced the stage put out some great music and women who rock and that's why you should get this book evelyn thanks so much for joining me today i'll let you you get back to i'll let you get back to the rest of your day i know you have another class but thanks for coming on okay thanks dc Thanks so much to Evelyn for joining us here on the Music Vibes podcast. Another great one talking women who rock. But it's my favorite time of the podcast, and that is the new segment, Drop the Needle, where we drop the needle, so to speak, on a new vinyl record of a song that is topical of the podcast. And I mean, what I mean by that, it's like a new song that has been released within the last year that is either similar to what we talked about on the podcast or is the artist involved with uh the podcast and mention like last week you guys heard third eye blind when i interviewed chris reed so without further ado let's drop the needle so this artist's name is sharon van etten another woman who rocks in today's music she has the brand new album remind me tomorrow that was actually released earlier this year and a matter of fact just a quick tease we're going to be doing a best of 2019 and i'm very sure this album is going to be discussed remind me tomorrow by sharon van etten was released back on january 18th 2019 and the number one song that she has from this album and is her top song is called 17 so without further ado let's drop the needle on sharon van etten's 17 let's drop the needle
time travel with DC Hendrix on the Music Vibes podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.